Hey there, welcome to the Best Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Fennessy, and I'm joined by Master Anna Planner Donna Schumar. During this podcast journey, we hope to explore high-level Anaplan modeling concepts and connect you, the listener, with the expert Anaplanners that are at the forefront of the platform's innovation. Stay tuned for thought-provoking conversations with our amazing guests. We plan to feature guests that span multiple industries, such as retail, finance, supply chain, sales, and many others, as well as bringing in pioneers in advanced data modeling and data integrations. Our goal is to provide our audience with as much free knowledge, value, and insights into the ecosystem. Welcome back to the Best Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Fennessy, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Master Anna Planner Donna Schumar. As well, we have a special guest, our producer, John. Welcome, everyone. Hello. Good to be here. Yeah, nice to be here. Good to have, obviously, getting used to having Don here, but it's glad to have John on on the mic as well. Today, the goal of this bonus episode is to give you guys a little bit of a glimpse into who we are, what we're about, and what we plan on bringing you guys in the future. Um, So for now, I'm going to start with the backbone of the the podcast, our producer, John. Hey, John, what's your uh, background and what kind of brought you to this point? Yeah, so joined Anaplan in 2017, coming out of Best Buy Retail. Uh, really new to this type of industry, the financial planning and analysis tools. Didn't really know what to expect. Uh, I was brought over for the Anaplan product support team. And our goal there was to support the product. And we learned a lot about you know, good modeling best practices, uh, what to do, what not to do. And also kind of led me down the data integrations path where I found a lot of uh, passion for how data moves around within the ecosystem. And then met Donish. He came on, kind of mentored him a little bit, gave him some data integration tips, uh, and just really grew our brand together as a team. And then I kind of changed gears and went over into Salesforce. Uh, at Anaplan, we use Salesforce for a lot of our customer service support. Fell in love with the way we could improve upon the use of Salesforce and got into more of the developer side. Went over to Slalom. After three years at Anaplan to their Salesforce team, where I was helping implement Salesforce at different client sites. Really, really enjoyed learning the ins and outs of that software, uh, but then see the need in the industry for qualified Anaplanners, specifically those with data integration knowledge and uh, a team that's really client focused and has the client's best interests at heart, which is kind of what led me back over into the and a plan consulting world with you two. Yeah, uh, so let's let's bring it back to the good old days, the Anaplan support team days. That's obviously where I met you back in 2017, I want to say, as well as I think then that brings Don Donish into the conversation. I think that was around 2018 where we all met. But John, uh, you had a couple really awesome projects when you were on the support team. One I can think of is the CA certificate guide. And the other is what you did with some of the uh, the customer portal stuff on the support end. Can you tell us a little bit about those projects and, and kind of what you did there and, and kind of how those evolved? Because those those started out really small and ended up becoming quite quite big projects. And, I, and I'm sure that they're still utilizing those tools over at Anaplan today. Yeah, the CA certificate guide, I'll kind of go over a little bit. During data integrations, uh, there's a way to authenticate with the platform through 
certificate authority, CA certificate. It was a pain point for a lot of customers. They just didn't really experience having to use those before or through API tools. And I noticed there was a lot of content around that kind of touched on pieces of the uh, CA certificate process in the different tools, but nothing that really brought it all together and made it easy to follow along with. So thinking about you know clients coming from every different experience level into this new process, uh, we really needed a kind of choose your own adventure walkthrough. So I actually partnered with Donish on this. This is one of the the first big projects that kind of pulled him in, said, hey, we have a chance to really change the way our clients approach this content on the Interplant community. Uh, here's what I'm thinking. So he did a lot of the legwork of collecting the sources of information for me so that I could put it all together into an interactive walkthrough guide. So basically, you, you choose the scenario that you're kind of experiencing as a, a customer or a company, and it'll walk you through purchasing of the certificate, configuring it into the correct format, and then implementing it into Anaplan Connect, which is the uh, free ETL tool that Anaplan provides. That quickly became one of the most viewed documents on the community. And I, and I think that speaks to how much of a need it was, just having the information brought together in one location. Then my Salesforce development got put to the test, and that's kind of where I fell in love with Salesforce was designing the customer portal or the case portal, they call it for Anaplan support customers, uh, instead of emailing in or using chat to kind of open up a case with Anaplan support, you could go to the community and link directly out into a case portal, which is Salesforce Experience Cloud, it's now called, log in and see all of your past cases, current cases, and also log a new case. And the goal there was to kind of give insight into things you've dealt with before as a, a client or a customer of Anaplan and maybe prevent a case from being created if it's something you've already been through. You can kind of reference that material. If you did have a new issue, you could log a new case. But in that process, we're going to collect the pieces of information that we need right away to quickly support the, the issue. Because a lot of times what happens is you send in, hey, I need help. And then support has a list of questions they need to ask. And then the customer has to come back and, and answer those. And it kind of delays the process. So we're asking those up front and generating a case with all that information in it at the beginning, which cuts down on the, the time to resolve quite a bit. So that was a, a great experience. I think it's being uh, used by quite a few customers today. And, and I hope that it continues to grow. And yeah, maybe I can supply some more uh, feedback as we become more uh, used, used to using that platform again. One of the things that I noticed you said in the, that kind of led to the creation of the CA cert guide um, was that you guys had noticed a pain point. That leads me kind of like into my next point and some of, some of the stuff that Don has done in the past. Um, Don, tell us a little bit about kind of your customer support experience and how you got a kind of a look into into best practices and its actual effects on on the model and its efficiency and and its performance and kind of how that's kind of led to you to where you are today. Um, yeah, certainly. I think uh, one of the biggest takeaways from my support days was just understanding how the back end of a platform worked. So seeing performance issues arise, right? So when a customer would complain about you know model load times, my model is taking too long to open, or 
you know, getting formula errors or all sorts of different issues that a customer a customer may encounter. Just kind of getting that insight from the back end of the product at Anaplan and seeing how the planual best practices were just coming around, kind of taking both of those pieces of kind of knowledge and you know, translating that eventually to when I made the jump to consulting uh, to where we are now, it really shows up in my day-to-day work in terms of, okay, how can I use the planual best practices in my day-to-day job and make sure that my customers' models are not only built to do what they want it to do, but they're also performing in an optimal way. Yeah, certainly. So what would you guys say kind of that next step going into the consulting world? Was that a natural next step for you guys or what what kind of let you guys there personally? Because um, obviously we all kind of met and worked together with with the Anaplan support team, but then we also kind of went off and did our own separate things for a little bit. So what what brought you guys to the consulting world um, and was that a natural fit for you guys? Yeah, I'll... uh... I'll go first on this one and kind of explain my idea behind jumping over to the consulting world and gaining that consulting mindset. Uh, so, you know, for most of my time at Anaplan, I was always handling issues that came up from post-implementation or during implementation process. And you learn a lot through that, like I mentioned, but consulting really intrigued me because instead of fixing uh, broken processes or things that didn't really get implemented correctly, maybe lack of experience or just oversight, I could have a direct influence on how something was implemented from the start. So that really interested me and being able to have that kind of power, I I guess you would say, to go in there and do things the right way and, and gain a lot of experience along the way and learn new things about business that I wouldn't see being with just one customer at all times. You know, you get to experience a lot of different things. A lot of different people do it differently. And you kind of take that in and build your own best practices. And that's what I kind of love about consulting. Yeah, I would say for me, it's actually very similar. You know, I always say like during my support days, it was a lot of fixing things that were broken. I actually wanted to build things, you know, the right way. Um, and for me, I was always interested in Anaplan and the modeling platform itself. So making a jump over to a partner and, and doing Anaplan consulting work was kind of a natural next step for me. Yeah, and and I want to I want to take things back a little bit and and dive into uh, Donish's history because you've t- kind of taken a crazy road yourself. Um, you know, coming from being in school and you know focusing on a psych major and then coming over to Anaplan where. You know, you have the whole guy with the sign story, which I'd love for you to kind of expound upon, you know, for our, for our audience and, and how that got you to where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. So back in uh, 2018, I was uh, in the process of looking for my first job. Coming out with a psychology major, you know, it was a little bit tough to find jobs in the tech or project management space, which is where I was initially searching. Um, I remember just applying to a bunch of places and just getting the automatic rejection letter. So it was a little bit demoralizing. I had taken a temporary contract job uh, at like a home healthcare office facility for a little bit, uh, covering for somebody on maternity leave for, for the summer. And about a month into that gig, I got a phone call from from the recruiter that had placed me saying, you know, hey, Donish, it's time to uh, 
you know, your your role's coming up to an end. Uh, the person on maternity leave is actually coming back a little bit sooner than we expected. So today's going to be your last day. So, you know, I was like, oh man, I got to go back to the drawing board and continue to search again. I guess kind of frustrating, you know. So I remember around that time I was searching through LinkedIn and I saw uh, a gentleman in San Francisco. He was holding up a sign, said something along the lines of uh, on a mission, hungry, or it was like on a mission, hungry, um, hungry for success. And it was a it was a homeless gentleman in San Francisco. You know, you look at the post and it had like hundreds of thousands of likes and thousands of comments. And he ended up with like a bunch of job offers from that. I was like, oh man, I should try that. That that seems like it could work. Uh, so I went to the nearest Target, picked up a marker, some or picked up some markers, picked up a poster board, and took. Uh, took my sign downtown and mine obviously read uh, on a mission launch career take a resume the story gets crazier because security eventually found me in the skyways and I learned later that technically you're not allowed to solicit in the skyways so I was actually escorted out of the building um, in the skyways and I remember as I was coming down the escalators there was a gentleman wearing a suit coming up the escalators He's like, hey, uh, excuse me, sir. Do you mind if I talk to you for a second? I looked over at the guards who were escorting me out. Like, you got two minutes. So the gentleman introduced himself. He's like, hey, I'm so and so. His name is Robert Jarrett. He was asking about, like, hey, I saw your sign. This is really cool. I'd love to know what you're looking for. You know, I explained to him I'm looking for an entry level role in tech or project management. So he was like, well, I tell you what, I'm not hiring myself, but what I can do is uh, if you want to stand right here, I can take a picture of you holding up the sign and I'll share it out with with, uh, my network. I'm like, okay, sounds good. Instantly, my phone starts blowing up. Like I I start getting comments from recruiters and companies reaching out. And one of the people who happened to comment on it was Ann Cooper from Anaplan. And uh, she set up the interviews. I found the company to be a great fit the roles seemed to be kind of along the lines of what I was looking for and the rest was history. Yeah. And that's an awesome story because it takes you to today where you've gained your, you know, you're a master and a planner, community boss, the whole, the the whole nine yards at this point. So um, I always love talking about that story and it, and that kind of leads us into where we are today with our organization, FSF consulting. And I think that a lot of those, those core values that come from that story kind of integrate into who we are as a group. So, so I want to open that question up to you guys and, and I guess what would be in your own words, like how would you describe, you know, who we are as a group and, and uh, what, what we're about? Yeah. I think uh, kind of the genesis of the group harkens back to just our camaraderie that we had back in our support days, we always enjoyed working together. Um, and each of us had like this unique flaming desire to want to continually improve ourselves, continually get better as a professional, uh, continue to grow and uh, sharpen our skills and kind of do some more meaningful work. You know, and I think the three of us put together, we had so many ideas and so many accomplishments that we realized the three of us can do anything together. So the genesis of like the partnership between the three of us, I think was pretty easy, pretty natural. I think that was, you know, like kind of something that we we understood, like once you put the three of us together, we were pretty much in stop. We can do anything. So a little bit to 
on the other hand, like going back to the sign story a bit, if you may have seen the follow-up sign which I made, which said on a mission, launch a business and pay it forward. I think one of the core values that I think the three of us can agree, at least with, in terms of the podcast, is a lot of this is paying it forward or paying it back to the community, especially personally for me. The community has done so much for me. It's very important to me to give back to to the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything, anything you want to add on to that, John? Yeah, I think Donish nailed it right on the head there is we all kind of work together very, very well. Uh, it's, it's a very natural fit. We, we kind of went out and did our own thing after Anaplan in the consulting world. You know, I changed softwares and you two went and did consulting for Anaplan. And I think that was, you know, supposed to happen. You're supposed to learn a little bit about the consulting mindset and what it takes to kind of be on that side of, of client interactions. And then, you know, we kind of discussed the, the opportunities that exist within the partner ecosystem specifically for Anaplan and me sp- certainly I see the massive gap of uh, knowledge transfer and and just assistance that's out there which is part of the pay it forward ideas we kind of want to give back in that sense that we always were frustrated that there wasn't enough information being shared um, so a big goal for me is to kind of create the content where it doesn't exist and, and share it out to the world. And I think being a part of FSF with, with you two, the motivation, the hunger, the ambition to, to build something meaningful for the community, uh, we definitely have full control over how we deliver on that. And, uh, you know, sky's the limit, really. 100% agree. I think that ultimately, if I can add one last piece, and again, it kind of just touches upon what you guys said is, you know, we, we've experienced our own, you know, we've, we've gotten our own scrapes and bruises along the way and, and learned a lot during th- those times. But I think that it's, how can we make this easier for other people that are interested in this as well? Uh, I think that all of our success has come from, from networking, not only with each other, but, you know, connecting with people that know more in this ecosystem. And there's plenty of knowledge out there. It's just creating those creating those um, connections. And I think that that's kind of what we're about, if we can put that simply. So yeah, I love that. And ultimately, like leading into us creating the podcast, uh, I'm sure it's a lot of the same themes, but what what would you guys say is, what's the overarching goal of this? I think for me, it's pretty clear. It's, it's paying back to the community, um, sharing the knowledge that we, the three of us, have acquired um, through our networks. And basically, it's us sharing our network with the community, right? So we greatly have benefited from some of the guests that you, you're going to see featured on the podcast. And, you know, it would be really selfish of us to keep it to ourselves. And we totally could keep that knowledge to ourselves and make tremendous profits from it. But again, this is part of giving back for the community. I agree. And along those lines, um, we have a lot more for you guys, the audience, uh, moving forward. A lot more guests that we've, we already have planned that we're really, really looking forward to just introducing to you guys, kind of telling you their stories, their knowledge, as well as hopefully dropping some other more content related episodes as well in the future. So, you know, look out for those things. But anything else you guys want to add here at the end? Well, I think uh, it's also a little bit important to get some shine on our host. Uh, I know you've been asking a lot of the questions, but uh, you know, perhaps uh, we can kind of trickle a little bit back to your origin story, I suppose. 
Yeah, uh, I've had a little bit of a weird one myself. So I obviously met you guys in support. That was my first job out of school. Um, spent three three years in Anaplant support, and you know, you guys already kind of outlined what we we had a lot of the same learning uh, curves there and opportunities as well. Um, then I I ultimately ended up taking a job uh, on the sales team over at Anaplant. So I uh, worked as an SDR for a couple months before branching off into consulting as well and uh, then going fully independent with you guys. So we kind of have a little bit of uh, experience in different u- different areas of the business. I can you know speak to some of the sales experience I've had, but that obviously ties into some of the consulting stuff that we've been doing and connecting and creating those creating those networks, which has been huge thus far. So yeah, and now I'm I'm obviously taking up a new role as a podcast host, which has been which has been an awesome opportunity and a great learning experience thus far. Soup getting to meet obviously really much smarter people than myself, learning a ton myself, uh, as well as kind of just being that bridge for for the audience and also connecting them because like like we've said the the fruit of of the knowledge that we've kind of attained from our you know personally talking to these type of people has been so valuable. So I'm really, really excited to be able to connect the audience with those people moving forward. So look, look forward to those next coming episodes. Well, you certainly have the radio voice for podcast hosting. I will say that, Uh, but we're not going (laughs) to let you get away without giving us your, your idea of what FSF consulting means or what it should be uh, in your eyes. I think that FSF consulting in my eyes is is a collection of individuals that have common goals, um, common skill sets, but also complement each other. And I think that really ultimately we've kind of had very similar learning journeys, which has led to what we want to ultimately create this into is is something that um, creates opportunities for others and gives back to the community like like we've kind of harped on here. Our success in getting us to this point today has has been on the backs of uh, our network and the people that we've been lucky enough to meet and learn from. So I think that it's just taking that, creating that next step for the for the next group of people to make it a little bit easier for them, connect them with that knowledge, and uh, you know ultimately grow this this community and this ecosystem because I think that it has a ton to offer. Awesome. Um, I have one last question for our podcast host here. So as kind of our podcast host, I know John and I can both speak to your conversation ability and just how you enjoy talking to people. What about podcasts, podcasting or hosting uh, the best practice podcast gets you excited? Honestly, um, it's an opportunity to, to, again, like, like I mentioned earlier, um, it's, for me, it's a learning experience getting to talk to these people and ask them questions that I have. Uh, I hope that they relate to questions that the audience has as well, because I know personally there's there's bits and pieces of information that I want to know for my own uh, reasoning. But honestly, uh, just to be able to put you know a face to what we're doing um, to the community has been you know thus far an honor, and I'm looking forward to you know how this grows and develops. So that's kind of kind of the the joy that I've gotten out of it this thus far. Well, awesome guys, you know you guys know I love talking to you too. We talk every single day. 
um, the community. I hope that you guys enjoyed some of these conversations as well. And, I, and I'm, you know, from us, FSF and the Best Practice Podcast, uh, we really look forward to giving you some more of these conversations in the future. Thank you for listening to the Best Practice Podcast. We hope you have gained a few valuable insights from our guests and hosts during this episode. If you would like to hear more best practices, be sure to subscribe and follow along so you can catch every episode as we release them to the community on a weekly basis.